It takes money. Strange is one thing, crazy is another. Yeah. Yeah, cheats. Happiness is a butterfly. It flutters by. On its wings, it has family and friends. And that dust covers me. When the dust of family and friends falls on me, I am happy like the butterfly. She gave me some things. Way Seabo. Way Seabo. Insane Ramblings. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Insane Ramblings. You're listening to Vicky. And this is Ben. Welcome. This is episode 90 of is the it? podcast. Wow. Indeed, we're finally... I didn't realize we were flying along so quickly. Really? I felt like after our last episode, you're like, oh my God, we've still got like 11 more to 100. <laughs> yeah, but 90 sounds so close compared to 89, don't you think? I guess so. It is like a milestone podcast to some degree. I don't know why. I just think 90 sounds closer to 100 than 89 does. Like, obviously, because it is well, number one. It's the... significantly closer. Yeah, it's the 995, like, psychology of it all. Yeah, exactly. Like, if your two children bought home grades and one got 89 and one got 90... Oh, I would definitely whip the 89 kid. Uh, yeah, I know. But heap, that's a HD. I'd heat praise and ice cream upon 90. <laughs> exactly. I'd whip them both. It's an HD, Because but that's not 100. There's Either gonna, of you. There's a cutoff, so... I mean, you got to draw the line somewhere, yeah. and I draw it right between my two children. That's right. One for whipping and one for praise. <laughs> I just have the children for that in general. Yeah, it's like... So, it doesn't matter how they go. I've got my whipping child and my praise child. I feel like the main reason... It's a reason, social experiment. Yeah, the main reason to have children is to study them. Exactly. But, yeah, I'm going to punish one and not punish the other and see how effective that is. Like, which one ends up in prison. And Probably like, both. You would think the one that you love the more is going to become successful. Right. But I don't know. That Maybe my love like smothers and kills right, like every... There's a whole, um, a whole branch of society where we're coddling kids so much these days that they grow up being Is that told... a thing though? Or is that just a thing on like Fox News? I mean, I'm sure Fox <laughs> News loves it. Because I've never seen anyone but Fox News report on that. Like this just in, other people too nice to each other become more like Fox News who is just hates everyone. I'm not saying... Also dodgy immigrant tax dodging workmen, <laughs> which is their other story. I'm not saying that it should be all one way or the other. Well, that's what I'm saying. Let's coddle one child and see how that goes. Yeah, but Of the two of us, I'd say you were more coddled than I. What makes you say that? Just assumptions? That's, you've got paler skin. So I had to work outside more often. Well, I, I just saw <laughs> less sunlight. Yeah. So you've got paler skin. So I had to work in the fields, whereas you... What fields? <laughs> the, the rice nearest, fields. The nearest field is probably like... The rice fields. Kilometres away. Yeah. And you have got to sit around inside and be fanned by palm fronds. Well, I mean, you got to be fanned by something. Yeah, that's right. And you got palm fronds and I was out in the rice fields picking rice. Well, here we are. We're both, you know... Quite on an even playing field. What would you say? What, you think you're doing better or yeah. you think I'm doing better? I'm doing better than you. Why? Why is that? I've got a master's degree. The, almost. What's that doing for you? Yeah, almost. <laughs> and, <laughs> and how is that benefiting you or society? I, was, I learned some great, interesting stuff. Yeah, well, I'm going to start my own business. Did I tell you that? I saw a Facebook yeah, status to st- the subject of this. I Googled it. No, I think it's going to be fine. How to start a business. Yep, I googled how to start a charity. Yeah. <laughs> that was some good info. Oh, good. Well, I feel I like... I went to WikiHow. It was six steps. <laughs> well, that, it's really there. It sounds achievable. It does. Like I was like, that's... Two less than AA. I know. No, that's many less. Oh, good. It's only half the way to AA. Well, uh... Establishing AA was easier than being in it. There you go. <laughs> 
<laughs> Do you remember any of these steps? Can you walk us through how to start a business? Get idea, yeah. step one. Well, there you go. You got step idea. Two. What, what's your charity? What's the idea? It's basically to benefit me. Yeah, well. Yeah. Benefit unemployed people with my name. <laughs> step three, question marks. Step four, profit. Oh, you were yeah. right. I didn't realize the underpants gnomes were writing yeah, business guys. Yeah, they were. <laughs> but my point was, when I was a kid... Mm. It seemed like movies, for example, just take this as like a one area because that's, okay. that's as I, you know, I grew up being fanned by palm fronds, not yeah. seeing the outside world. So I, I was able you to watch were to watch television. a fair few movies yeah. because you were carried around on one of the, what do you call them with the, like the, the sticks go on the slave's shoulders and you're on it. I don't even know what that's called. I, don't know I wouldn't know. I've never is, been near one. Uh, well, I was on it plenty. Yeah, so exactly. Just, I just, so I thought you'd know. I didn't refer to it by name. I just pointed. <laughs> you didn't use your voice with the servants. Right. They don't a, get that kind of a blessing. Simple yeah, and right. then you what to do. <laughs> Only the top servants hear my voice. So uh, Return to Oz was a movie that I watched a whole bunch of as a kid. Yeah, I don't remember that. It's, I watched it's, Grease. It's a sequel to The Wizard of Oz. Oh, okay. Yep. And it's scary as shit. I was thinking that as well. I was like, I watched at five years old. I remember the first time dad let me watch the graveyard shift. What's that? It's a, well, what does it sound like? Sounds like a lovely heartwarming movie yeah, about it's a romantic comedy. Yeah. About two skeletons <laughs> it is. working together to solve a series of mysteries. It's not. Yeah. That would be, that's actually a quite a good film. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a scene from that. Can I have a scene from that? What did I say? Two skeletons. Working together. Yeah, to solve a series of mysteries. Yes. All right, well, the first mystery is how right. they came to life. Yeah. So that's did like they solve the, that? That's the big overarching Oh, that's the season story. one. Like when Veronica Mars, you've got the murder, but each episode also has its own mystery. Yeah, sure, why not? Okay. And uh, Give me a scene. Can I have a scene from it? So, I want to um, hear some dialogue. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, are we both being one of the skeletons? Uh, do you want... Yeah, okay. Do you want me to... On, I thought you were going to voice skeleton on one too. Yeah, why not? One like, man show. I feel like um, I've got to ease into it. It's been a while right. since we did the podcast. Yeah. I, don't, I don't want to carry it all on my shoulders. Yeah, as you usually do. I don't want to place the regular burden on you uh, thank of you. carrying the Appreciate show it. like you usually do. So, do you want um, me to be skeleton too? Yeah. What's your skeleton name? Um, I, I've mentioned Mr. Bones on the show before. Uh, mine's Maisie. Okay, it's not very like skeleton. No. Nah. All right. So, uh, do I ever tell you if I have a dog, I'm going to call it Bony Maroney? Any reason why? It's just a cool dance move and yeah. a cool name. I'm going to call mine Ubu. Like the, uh, Sit, Ubu. Sit. Good, good dog. dog. That's mm. Exactly. Bony Maroney and Ubu. I guess because dogs like bones is supposedly a thing. Pretty much. Yeah, that's where I was getting. Um, all right. So. What's your, Mr. Bones. Yeah. Mr. Bones and Maisie. <laughs> <laughs> well, how about we're about to open like a big chest and okay. we think there's like riches inside. Oh, great. Who knows what could actually. Oh, okay. All right. Do you want to start? I'll follow your lead. Maisie sounds like a second fiddle to right, Mr. Bones. Sure. She's well. You're the re- you've got you're like a butler or something. <laughs> you're, I don't know, Mr. Bones. Like you've got a full title. I'm just Maisie, the scullery you gave maid. Yourself that title. Yeah. Well, mm. I didn't realize. Regretting it now. Yeah, aren't we? I am. I think the uh, I think the chest is over there. <laughs> ah, yep. So it is. <laughs> right where we left it. Good thinking, sir. I'll just use my skeleton key to open it. Uh, is everything okay with your voice? You sound constantly out of breath. I guess <laughs> well, we don't, I don't have, have lungs, body parts. So, so it's a constant yeah, struggle to breathe. I can see. Literally, it would be quite difficult. Yeah. All right. Now, uh, let's just ease open this chest. Oh, my God. There's a mummy inside. <gasps> that in a fit in such a 
small chest. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not a great. It's not the biggest mummy I've ever seen. Oh, that's a tiny mummy. Yeah, quick, step on yeah. it. Step on it. <laughs> step Maisie. on the mummy. Squelch. <laughs> oh, sorry, that was much better than mine. Thank you. Ah, oh, thank goodness we uh, squashed the tiny mummy. And uh, all that's left us is this curse upon us. Oh no! Us. What does the curse do? It says that you'll be forever skeletons, which is lucky because we're oh. already skeletons. <laughs> okay, but how do we come to life? That, we're still solving that. Oh, mystery. there's no clue in here. I'm going to okay. guess ancient Indian burial ground ah. mixed with witchcraft. Really? I was going to go with like Egypt, Egyptonian crypt. Maybe that's how you came alive. And yeah. I came oh, alive yeah. Okay, because you're like Mr. Bones. We found each other. I'm the... The two... <laughs> the lone skeletons. An unlikely couple yeah. has come together. And then it's up to us to procreate and... Why uh, did we squash that... Mummy, did we know for sure it was evil? I assume all mummies I mean, are evil. Well, yeah, but we're skeletons, so... <laughs> we killed the last not... of a species. Yeah, that's right. Not again. Are we in a position to judge? <laughs> yes, Cause... we're always in a position to judge as mystical skeleton people. Yeah, okay. I just felt like perhaps we were being a little harsh on other mystical creatures maybe given we're skeletons. Maybe that's the lesson. It's like um. Oh, an after-school Raider, special. Right, you know, like she's always going to these ancient civilizations under the guise of... You know, protecting them. Yeah. 100% of the time she destroys Yeah, agreed. One. And uh, maybe that's what, at the end of the day, we're like, oh my God, everything that we... Uh, have ever done is just murder. Right. <laughs> Other mystical creatures. <laughs> the movie ends on like a How long... How are we it's like, um, any different? The end of The Graduate. Oh, that's just, so weird. Him on a bus. Yeah, like, what Mr. have I Bones done? Mr. Bones on a bus while <laughs> Simon and Garfunkel plays and we just slowly... I find The Graduate so weird. Is he with his wife at the end? I can't even remember. Or does he run away from the wedding? Yeah, he leaves the wedding for um, another girl. and Oh, he does in the end. And, I can't really remember. I, I think that he instantly regrets his decision. Oh, it's yeah. <laughs> what happens? Well, it's I mean, like, they don't oh. spell it out like... No, but he's just sitting on the bus like, oh. Benjamin instantly forgot, instantly <laughs> regretted everything that had happened up until this moment. No, I kind of couldn't really tell what that meant. Does that mean like, oh, kind of wish I'd married it? Or like, oh, well. I, yeah, that's how I took it, but okay. it's definitely open to interpretation. Yeah. Who was he meant to marry? Her daughter or something? I think so. Oh. So basically what we're saying is the... Uh, Mr. Bones movie is going to be a recreation of The Graduate <laughs> with more mummies and skeletons. Yep. I'm thinking we're and scene. I would watch that. <laughs> I actually would. Like the DVD cover would alone would be amazing. Just like the knee, but it's a skeleton knee. What? You know, like the the cover for The Graduate. Have you not seen that? It's um. No, I don't remember. Isn't Mrs. it like her skirt or something? It's it's like her knee. Ah, oh, is it? And she, like you might see a little bit of her skirt. And through her legs, you see Benjamin, the guy. That's ah, like is it? Him. Okay. And so, so it'd be Maisie's bony knees yeah. with another skeleton standing between them. Right. Hmm. <laughs> and under that bony knee would be me standing on a tiny mummy. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're onto something. Does the woman in Tomb Raider ever understand what she's really done? They never really uh, show that part. No. If she does. So she never has a moment where it's like, oh, I've really taken a lot away from the world's understanding of ancient civilizations. But it seems to be the case in all of these archaeological movies. Like um, Indiana Jones is the same way. Yeah, that's true. He does uh, destroy a lot of stuff. Nathan Drake in Uncharted, that, um, what's that, Nicolas Cage Secret Society. Oh, one. yeah, that it's one. It's like none of these tombs are getting away unscathed. No, that is true. But, if anything, you're ruining them. Right. There needs to be like, you know how there's that like Dimitri Martin joke where there's going to be a hospital where they're like... Um, Treating all the victims from all the other games. 
Oh, it's like it'd be called like super busy hospital. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. I feel like there needs to be like archaeological police the game. You just <laughs> piecing together relics as like goddamn Warcraft. No, not, not even that. Like where the countries like come to prosecute foreign nationals for stealing their treasures. <laughs> all right, well, it seems like an iOS game, if anything. Yeah, I reckon it'd do all right. I want to see that movie. Where they tra- where they like track down all the Americans that have been stealing all their artifacts <laughs> and get them back. But aren't like in all those movies, the bad guys already trying to do that. Seemingly, I do have a bit of sympathy for the bad guys. They're like, get out of our country. I was like, I can see where they're coming from. Why is it when Americans say that they're the good guys? <laughs> <laughs> so all the movies that I watched as oh uh, yeah, the, no, the graveyard shift. It was a horror movie about people stuck down a mine or something. Yeah, and they all got gradually killed by different like oh, what were they stuck in? No, it was something with big machines, like so like a butcher's factory or something on the late shift and they all just got like stuck in machines and ground up and like... Is there someone stuck in there with them that's killing them or they're actually... It's like a giant bat or something, I cool. think it turns out in the end. It's re- Yeah, Google the graveyard shift real quick and just I think it's a giant bat. Like looking back, it didn't make much sense. No, of course. Any movie made before 1990 made almost zero sense. <laughs> but uh, like as a kid, there's traumatized you oh or? yeah it was horrifying i don't remember being scared at the time of it like i just watched it and i was like whatever yeah but looking back i used to have the worst nightmares and i was like terrified of intruders and it's like no kidding like <laughs> so i grew up on a diet of murderous bats this is like a stephen king movie is it really yeah. you knew it was so like i said any movie um, well back pre-1990 this was actually from 1990 was it it was bloody scary if you like no one- i don't remember scared of it to the be one honest. photo i'm finding is like a lot of yes rats that's and machinery. it yeah that's it that's the one they would squash all these rats in the machinery right at the start what happens at the end look up the plot i want to remember the bat is that that might be from the movie it looks like another giant rat or yeah something. that's the bat or maybe it's a giant rat yeah i can't remember i thought it was a bat i'm seeing like a lot of skeletons and rats and stuff yeah i don't remember being scared at the time but looking back i used to be oh, yeah, terrified to sleep alone yeah now i know There's why a bat. yeah look at that mate <laughs> You got like a lot more Australian since I left. Uh, really? Every other word has been mate since, <laughs> since I got back. Any uh, reason for this? Or? I just wanted to counterbalance you. Oh, okay. I've yeah. been hanging out with too many Canadians. Agreed. I need to be eased back into the culture. No, I want to throw you in cold turkey if I was easing you in. <laughs> <laughs> My point is every child like of our generation... Grew up on movies like that. That were wildly inappropriate. Oh, agreed. I can't believe I was allowed to watch them. There's no way I should have been. And my sister, like the same kind of thing as you were saying, she watched like Scream, like, you know, the entire franchise. Yeah. And, I don't um, remember being scared at the time though. Had like all these nightmares because of it for years. See, I don't remember being scared at the time, nor do I connect. Like my nightmares were never the content of the movie either. So I was never like, oh, I can draw a direct line. So I was always like, well, I watched all these horror movies growing up and I'm fine. And then I looked back and I was like, I don't think that's true. Like, I used to be <laughs> horrified about the idea of intruders getting into the house and like spiders crawling all over me and like but the fact that th- I was going to get kidnapped. Why do you think that's related to the movies that you watched if they weren't about that? I don't know. I just get the feeling that like horror movies surely kind of helped that. Like, I had the opposite reaction. Yeah. Like, I watched this weird shit and... You became invincible to fear? I feel like I benefited from it. Okay. Like Make this argument. I want to hear it. (laughs) Like, I've got really fond memories of the Return to Oz. And there's, like, scenes where people are taking off their heads. Yeah, I've got fond memories of the graveyard shift as well. That's what I'm trying to get at. The movies didn't scare me at all. 
But obviously you think there's like some kind of residual effect I there. think there must be. Like, you know how you've got one co-worker coughing and a week later yeah. you are sick? Yeah. That's how I feel about this. Like, I can't draw a direct line. But then the movies did scare you. It just, it took a little, no, like a delayed effect. No, they didn't though. They just subconsciously put the idea that the world wasn't safe maybe or something. So if you have kids um, growing up in the world, are you going to show the movies Heck like that? Heck no. No way. Because... I that, can't believe I was allowed to do that. I watched shows like Evangelion. Yeah. Which is like a Japanese That's not that scary. Cartoon. It's not scary, but it was super adult. Like, there's people being punched to death. Like, blood. <laughs> yeah, that like, is true. All I was, right. I'll I was, wear that. I that think, is true. I think I was 11 or 12 when wow. this was going on. And at the time, I'm like, holy shit, this is amazing. There's like some pretty full on sex scenes <laughs> where I don't think you see anything, but you see there's like dialogue along the lines of like, what are you doing? Don't put that in there. Oh, God. Ooh. And like, you know, it's crazy in Japanese. So someone's arm gets cut off and there's just blood God's spraying like, everywhere. Yeah, like a, something out of Kill Bill. Well, even Monty Python was pretty full on at times. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was never into Monty Python I was as a big kid. Fan. But. Um, Looking back, I was thinking I didn't realize how young I was. Like at the time, I was like, "Oh, I'm 12 years old. I shouldn't. I can't tell anyone that I'm watching this animated movie and enjoying <laughs> it." And then I was like, "Why was I so ashamed? I was 12. Like surely I was directly that market, like movies target market." But I loved that kind of thing because, like for example, Evangelion or South Park, they were aimed at us, but. In order to watch it, it was like you were getting away with something. Well, no, I was actually thinking of like an actual kids movie and I was ashamed to be watching it because I was like, I'm way too old for this Oh, I at see. 12 years old. And then you're like, no way, that was ex- I was exactly... Like looking back, I'm like, that's such a strange thought. I don't know where that would have come from. Especially since now you probably watch something like Wally and you're like, fuck yeah, this is awesome. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, I remember watching, it was um, The Road to El Dorado and I used to watch it all the time. I was like, this is the best movie. And I was like, but I can tell no one about my love for it. That must have been when we were teenagers because... Came I, out in 2000. Yeah, I've never seen The Road to El Dorado. Yeah, see? And that was probably why, because I'm like, kids shit. Yeah, exactly. I was like, oh, I'm 12 years old. I can't admit to anyone that I love this. Yeah, it is fun when, like, as a kid you want to... You want to be one of the adults and as an adult, you want to recapture that youth. Well, I don't want to recapture it, but I'm like, come on, mate. You were like 12. (laughs) (laughs) No one's going to be like, uh, watching this this animated shit. What the heck is going on here? Yeah. I don't know why I copped it so bad from myself. (laughs) You know, I was like sneaking downstairs and watching South Park and that was just like, a part even, of my childhood because... I didn't even have to sneak. My parents wouldn't have known or cared. You had like more negligent parents. Well, Extremely so. It was like when... Um, my parents, even if they knew, would have been like, oh, well, kids today. <laughs> <laughs> Always working out in the fields and then watching their yeah, hardcore pornography. that's right, pretty much. I wasn't into South Park anyway. The swearing irritated me. Well, uh, I was too busy watching The Road to El Dorado, which <laughs> is about wholesome colonisation by the Spanish. Yeah, it depends. Like there was always that one friend's house that you go to and their parents didn't care. Like so you get a half an hour. Oh, th- it sounds like you're, you were that friend. I was that friend. And, uh, you know, they'd have all of the most violent video games. and Yeah, like I totally did. Every kickboxer movie on VHS. Yeah, that was us. I used to play like Castlevania and like Battletoads and yeah. all that kind of crap at home. Yeah, there was, no, there was absolutely no um, restrictions on what we did at home. Yeah, I was like, for the most part, I managed to get away with it. Because my one... parents were basically like, oh, well, we can't stop them. We're like, yes, you can. <laughs> That's the whole job. <laughs> Your job. Is to uh, <laughs> control my 
livelihood. Raging desire for violence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My livelihood. I don't know. I... What the heck? <laughs> Control um, my livelihood. Battletoads is my livelihood. <laughs> um, I'm getting over a cold. I'm still yeah, delirious. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Control my livelihood. Whatever the heck that is. <laughs> what on earth? Um, but yeah, like there was a few things that my parents tried to put block on um yeah like doom the video oh, game no nah, we played doom that was like one of the few we got that as soon as it came out well so did i <laughs> but it was one of the only things like you know i used to play gta when i was a kid like the original top map gta yeah see i played grand theft auto and like nowadays that's a a trigger name like parents who aren't familiar with video games will probably still have heard of grand theft auto yeah um, back in the day it wasn't really was it not really so like i could get away with most of them it wasn't that violent the original like 2d one no it was like you know cartoon and you- yeah i remember like answering phones and stuff and it was all cartoon i played leisure suit larry for goodness sakes as a Again, child like that was one that i played at friends houses and probably my friends uh, prob- i mean me yeah exactly <laughs> not my friends houses why would i bother <laughs> i was playing it all day at home anyway <laughs> yeah, that's right what am i doing here let's just go to my house <laughs> yeah no i had um we've got more snacks i had to make uh Ryan growing up and he had older siblings. Yeah, that's pretty much what helps, I think. They, they were always the person that, uh, like this was like a pre-internet age. I think if you've got older siblings, it's just sort of like the parents just let everything trickle down. They're like, oh, well. Well, like they, you've got uh, you've got access to that stuff. Yeah. Cause they well, can, I was watching they a documentary yesterday mm. and they were saying on this, docu- this woman was talking about, it was really sad actually, it was about child abuse, but she was saying she was like, 14 when she started getting abused and she didn't know about sex and that sort of like got me thinking I was like oh my god like my childhood was ruined like (laughs) what do you mean I knew about sex when I was like six but how much did you know really the full story because of your brothers I don't know why I just did I knew where babies came from I learned in grade two I remember learning pretty early on I don't remember exactly but I reckon I learnt about that yeah I remember like... I was like, has someone ruined my childhood? But no, it's not like it adversely I'm like, maybe you. it has. I didn't realise there's people out there that had such innocent, carefree childhoods. It's weird. Like, um, one of my friend's sisters specifically, I remember hanging out with her on a couple of occasions and it seems like at 15, she was more clueless about that stuff than I was at, like, as you're saying, like six or seven years old. Who was? Maybe that is part of it. Like... Because the internet scared people. Yeah. They kind of went overboard and protected from everything. <laughs> and now no one knows what sex is. And our generation and nay, our species is doomed. <laughs> <laughs> what, because we don't know how to procreate. Well, we literally don't know. <laughs> we, uh, our generation will be to, the last because our children and knowledge, our children's John. children don't know what sex is. It's, it's too late to tell them, is yeah, that? Yeah, it's too oh, shit. They won't believe you. Like, no, that sounds disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like in that age before the internet, you needed those older siblings and cousins. To like feed, fill you in. Yeah, right, and yeah. so like you'd have these friends who talk to their... Like I saw on BuzzFeed. report back and like trickle down misinformation. And, oh, yeah, that's right. But... uh like, that's why I loved getting away with watching these TV shows and movies that had all this, like... I didn't even get away with it. Like, you're acting like I somehow had a hand in it. Like, my parents actively encouraged me. Dad watched The Graveyard Shift <laughs> with me. And we watched um, The Shining together. Like, all of these horror movies I watched with my father really? at, like, five or six. The Shining, that's, like, pretty scary, even as 
you know, an adult. An adult. I thought that was yeah. pretty scary. No, not I. Again, wasn't scared at the time, but I have. I remember acutely being frightened of being home alone and being alone upstairs and being in bed thinking I was going to get kidnapped or like an intruder was going to come in. Well, then well, you can't say that these movies didn't affect you. I'm saying they did, oh. but I don't draw the direct line is what I'm saying. Like I wasn't scared during the movie. Yeah, that's fine. But if you missed out on any nights of sleep. But I don't know that it was because of the movie. I didn't lay awake at night and worry about the guy from The Shining. I was just like, oh no, like intruders in general. Watching all these horror movies and like, you know, Adult movies. Adult movies makes it sound like we were up watching porn. Uh, I probably was. But... I remember watching some pretty hardcore sex scenes as a child. Anything in particular, like, come to mind? No, I was trying to think, actually, like, what sort of movies did I watch that... I don't think I really understood what was going on as well. Like, I kind of... But you said you understood sex Yeah, I did know, but I was like... I didn't find it interesting in the way that adults do. Like, I understood what was going on, but it's sure. like... It was... Do you think this is something that you watched with your family? Because there was always that awkward moment you'd be watching a movie and... But I don't think it was awkward because I was... I didn't realise the whole gravity. So in, in your mind, you know, you're not taking it in. And then in your dad's mind, he's like, I hope Vicky's not taking it in. <laughs> and I wasn't. <laughs> well, no, like, obviously part of, like, hardcore sex scenes have a different effect on a, on adults or are meant to. But it doesn't really have that effect on you as a kid. Like, I didn't get, like, excited or, like, awkward. I was just like, oh, it's, like... But you knew what it was, though. Yeah, but it wasn't weird then. I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've gotten like... progressively weirder and more frigid. I feel like When you usually time... go the other way, right? I, I feel like there might be, a sp- like, a curve. Okay. Because um, yeah, I started any... out, like... Like, you know what sex is and how it works, but you don't really, like... Because you've never experienced... But you don't want to watch it with your family. I can't. Maybe I just can't remember that well. <laughs> that seems like a pretty Probably. likely scenario. I can't really remember. Let's just go with that. But uh, yeah, I'm just amazed that our parents let us do that. Well, because something like Doom, you know, they knew what that was, and they said you can't play this till you're 15. We used to play Duke Nukem. But like, that's the thing. Like, they knew Doom by name, so they banned that. But there'd be a million other equally offensive things. I know. That, I was able to get. I was away only with. ever banned from watching one thing. What was that? Have I not told you this story before? I've had. I've been banned from watching slash paying one thing in my entire life. I've yeah. never had any rules in any way. I <laughs> didn't brush my hair for a year once because I just didn't want to, and no one made me. <laughs> I've never lived with rules. I don't have rules. I don't understand them, which is why I like put so many strong rules in my own life. Okay. Because <laughs> I just crave the boundaries. So what did you get banned from? Watching the Green Mile. Why? I don't know. <laughs> Who banned you? I think it was my dad. Did he see it and he was like too emotionally invested? I don't know what happened. He was just like, I never want you to watch. You're not allowed to watch the Green Mile until you're 16. And, and I was like so grateful for a rule that I've never watched it. <laughs> I've never watched it either. Neither. We should watch the Green Mile. We, I don't think I can. I'm so adverse to it. <laughs> I'm like, this is wrong. We shouldn't be doing this. The main reason I haven't watched it because it's like it three hours boring. long. Uh, maybe that's what like, he was saying. He was like, watch it when you're 16. As a child, it'll just go on forever. Yeah. Time's <laughs> different to you guys. Right. <laughs> you won't have an appreciation for the artistry. Yeah, that's right. That cinematography will go right <laughs> over your head. It's a beautiful, touching story, but you'll just feel that three hours is too much of an investment. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. It's the one film I've never been allowed to watch. Tell me about this hair brushing thing. When I was like six or something? I don't know. Grade two, what's that? Six? 
sounds about right. Yeah. I My mum used to brush my hair and it used to be like bum length and she used to brush it really roughly and it hurt. Okay. So I just refused to brush it for a year and it became like a big bird's nest and I got like crazy the, dreads. What? They didn't like cut it or anything? No. Nah, because I wouldn't let anyone near my hair. Like, would you wash it? Yeah, I washed it. <laughs> didn't it like anyone say anything? No. Nah. I feel like Vicky as like a year two student was... <laughs> this that, little like it cousin it or yeah, something. Yeah, or like one of these children that you find that raised by wolves. It's <laughs> like running around barely messy. speaking English. No, like I used to tie it back. It wasn't that bad. I used to wash it. But yeah, I refused to let anyone brush it because it hurt. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, looking back, I'm I'm amazed that like Monday nights, South Park was on. Yeah. And so that would be the one night a week that I would go downstairs and They never like put sleep, two and two together. Sleep downstairs. Oh, and your parents are never like, I wonder why Ben loves sleeping downstairs on Mondays. Yeah. No. And like, surely they must have known. Maybe they did and they were like, let's just let him have his little joy. Like, let's let him think that he thinks he's pulled the wool over our eyes. Yeah. Like, let's let him get away with being devious. It'll like, I don't know, build up his little... Intelligence. I should ask if that was the case. They'd probably <laughs> forgotten, I guess. But I appreciate that I was able to get away with it. They probably didn't care. They're like, oh, Ben's gone downstairs to watch South Park. No, they do because it was like, you know, past your bedtime and it was every other word was fuck. And How do you know, though? What do you mean? How do you know they cared? Because when I asked to stay up and watch it, they wouldn't allow me. Ah, oh, okay. And so it's like, that. you know, the first time that they are saying... Hey, you can't watch this. I'm like, okay. Hey, coincidentally, can I move the TV into the spare bedroom downstairs? <laughs> and go downstairs once a week when and it's on. Also, tonight, I'm also going to sleep in that room. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, sure. Why wouldn't you do that? <laughs> they must have known. But, like, why ban it if they're just going to go? Well, on? I guess, like, they're like, oh, he's going to do it anyway. Just let him, whatever. We'll do it under our roof. No! If he's going to watch Kenny get killed on a weekly basis. We want him to do it here where we can guide him if anything goes wrong. (laughs) Yeah, growing up now, that was like commonplace. Well, I went to other people's houses and it felt like it wasn't. Like I went to one friend's house and we were only allowed to watch TV for half an hour. Yeah, you never want to go to that friend's house. No! (laughs) And she came to my house and we played video games all day and she was like, I'm bored. Well, that's the problem. I was like, what do you want? What do you want, friend? Oh, really? Yeah. I thought it would be the opposite. Like... You know, you go to the one friend's house that has a pool and all you yeah. want to do is go swim. And they're yep. like, oh my Ugh, God, I can swim, I swim anytime. Every day. Like, I'm yeah. Like, yeah. So I feel like... Uh, I had a pool. I had a PlayStation. No, not a PlayStation. A Nintendo 64. Like a computer with internet access. TV, unlimited, Foxtel. She did not appreciate any of this. She was like, I'm bored. What do you want to do, mate? Go outside. Did you have <laughs> kids over to your house like on... like? Every weekend? I feel like I must have. Yeah, I guess so. We were unsupervised with a pool yeah. and a Nintendo and a computer with the internet. Yeah, it sounds like you're the house. I had the dream house. Mm. I can't believe we didn't have more people over. Yeah, well, like, you, you just need that one friend and then you've got access to everything that you're banned from anyway, so yeah, it doesn't Yeah, I know, but also, like, why was she bored? That really ticks me off now. Only allowed half an hour of television. <laughs> why was your friend bored? Yeah. Yeah, I'm so, kind of ticked off. But maybe, you know, she's uh, used to... Developed hobbies or something. Right. I want to go outside and, like, paint a painting of my feelings. Yeah, do you remember what you ended up doing? Mm, I think we walked to the library. 
I think we went for a walk. That's what I was going to think. Like, she was allowed to read or something. Yeah, I guess so. I think we went for a walk. Yeah, and then she was never over again. Yeah. This chick sucks. Pretty much. I think I was like, I'm not inviting you again. Yeah. (laughs) I'll have more fun playing this on my own. I don't want to go outside. You know the deal. You came to watch TV and play video games. Yeah, exactly. And And go in the pool. Right. (laughs) The fact that you want to walk to the library, walk out of my room. Yeah, just walk away. I remember one time as children, we were, me and my best friend, we're going to um, Paper Scissors Rock about what we wanted for dinner. Okay. Because um, I was like, no, no, I don't mind. Whatever you want. And it was like between like KFC, McDonald's, like all takeout places basically. Yeah. And we did the Paper Scissors Rock hands. But instead of Paper Scissors Rock, as I was doing it, I said, without realizing, my subconscious went KFC. <laughs> And did you get? Did you win? She was like, "It sounds like you want KFC." Yeah. <laughs> Should we just get that? And I was like, "I didn't even know I did, but it sounds like I do." So let's just go with that. The colonel's worked his magic on he me did. once again. I couldn't believe it. I was like, "I didn't even know I was going to say that." I meant to say paper scissors rock. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing that I used to do as a kid that I've just been reminded of recently is uh, I had this one cd single <laughs> oh yeah okay and uh i think i got it free in like a packet of Weet-Bix. <laughs> it's, it's like one of those promotions where it's like so this is like your first ever cd yeah one in uh one in three or one in four had like a free cd in the pack yeah and were I, you eating wheat bix anyway or did this get you to switch yeah and i probably was eating a lot because that's Wheat-Bix. what i don't understand like whenever i get something free in cereal i haven't switched to get it i usually just get it because i eat so much of that already there, so i'm like thanks for the reward but you're not really promoting i think i think it did work on occasion like i remember i got a video game oh that's quite of, good of milo Oh, yeah. It was like a skating game? Yeah. Is that the one? Do you actually remember that? Yeah. No, for real. It was called Milo the Fuel Run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was skateboarding. Yeah, and so you were skateboarding and um. Yeah, I had that game. Yeah. And it was, I think you had to send in like three can labels and 10 bucks or something. And Jeez. It was like a pretty good game. steep For the time. Yeah, I think I remember enjoying it or having it at least. Yeah, like looking back. It does not hold up. No. But... Well, I think I had a Nintendo 64 at the time, so it probably didn't last long in my household. Sure. Uh, yeah, I've probably got one of the few remaining copies <laughs> left on planet Earth. <laughs> probably. But I don't think I would have gone through three tins of Milo that quickly if there wasn't the offer of this... The fuel run video. So do you know what really got us in? When Nutella used to come in drinking glasses. That was always a good one. Yeah, that really sold me. <laughs> did it Did it not always come in that? Like, I guess you... It doesn't anymore. Yeah, but for a while, like, they came in the tubs, but I think you but could get... But it was glass. But you could get the tub or you could get the... Like a drinking glass when yeah. you were done. That and was amazing. I feel like every household growing up... Had the Nutella glasses. Yeah. their uh, pantry... With, with those glasses. glasses. And even a decade after the promotion ended, people would still have them in their cupboards. Agreed. We had them for my entire childhood up yeah. into my teens. So, so I'm like, you've done well in terms of longevity of a promotional item. Like, I still think about Nutella on a regular basis because <laughs> I've got the Nutella glasses. Oh, you've still got them? Uh-huh. That's impressive because ours would have broken long ago. Yeah, that's what I don't understand about glasses either. Like, I seemingly... Like, you just seem to go through a lot as a human. Mm. Like, I guess, like... I'm surprised how many glasses you drop in life. But they're called glasses. They're made of glass. Like, <laughs> yeah, I do get all, that. All you need is to drop one once and it's gone. <laughs> I guess it is like a high 
like what's the thing like high risk game yeah but yeah i don't know just obviously i'm dropping a lot of glasses in our life but not so much if you've still got Nutella glasses from 20 years ago. I guess so. But I think because my parents made such a song and dance about it. Like I saw in The Onion recently, like um, man yells at son um, over slamming of wire door to teach him to get super angry over inconsequential bullshit. <laughs> I was like, that's so true. Did you not have that as a child? What, did my parents slam the door? Is that what no, no, mean? no. This is the son in The Onion article. It's like him yelling at his son for making a noise like... Screaming at his son for making a noise with the back door. Yeah. Just to, like, teach him to get angry about inconsequential bullshit. No, we've had that discussion before about angry dads. Yeah, I had angry dad. And I, I didn't really have oh, angry the angriest dad. dad. But it was always like, you know, you'd go to... I had a scary and, dad. Um, like, I've told before that you had to walk on either side of the carpet <laughs> down the hallway. At, uh, oh, like, like to stay out, quiet. Just so it didn't creek because you know like a single creek would have uh, angry dad. my friend's father bursting down the hallway like who was running down the hallway like shit oh my gosh yeah i had angry dad i had a bad case of angry dad so what would he get mad at just everything both my parents when we broke a glass it was like the world had ended <laughs> like seriously it was like shit like no i move there's glass on the floor like can't you be more careful maybe, maybe that's how uh my friends managed to keep theirs intact for longer than me because um your parents were like oh well that happens yeah yeah my parents were not like Which, that they were like what kind of fool drops a glass so i feel like oh my gosh like i can't believe we're going through glasses so quickly but maybe that's just life that is what it is <laughs> like you can get a glass for three dollars from daiso now yeah apparently it was a big deal when we were children my parents used to go off of me, like Mum. Probably because they're like, "Oh my god, now we're gonna have to buy them a whole another uh, Nutella tub, right? Tub of Nutella, and they're gonna be bouncing off the walls." Uh-huh. Like my mum yelled at my dad for hours because she he broke her fruit bowl, and they broke up. You say, <laughs> "Yeah, I know." Really- I don't imagine why they got divorced. Yeah. There was so much anger in my house growing up. But I feel like that's not an uncommon. No, way to how grow did up. how did like children and families survive the nineties? I feel like it was the Wild West. I feel like, like people used to yell at each other over fruit bowls and creeks in the hallway. Well, because now it's like socially <laughs> acceptable to get divorced. So <laughs> you don't have to like put up with right. this crazy people someone, that you're married to. Yeah, someone yells at something 20 years into a relationship and it's like, well, that's not what I signed up for, I'm out. <laughs> well, I Back then think... it was like, well, oh my God. I guess I'm in this for a long I've got to put up with the fruit bowl woman yeah, forever. I said death to last part. <laughs> I mean, that's but, binding contract. Like, I just don't think I've ever been that angry about a fruit bowl to yell at well, someone. Well, neither should you. <laughs> no. Like... It's like, it can be, you can be annoyed, but the person didn't do it on purpose. Yeah. Well, uh. Like, I understand being like, oh, I loved that fruit bowl. Like, it was a wedding present Sure, if it was like, you know, a crystal fruit bowl. It was a nice fruit thing. bowl. It was like a glass blown 70s one. But he didn't, it's not like he went over there and smashed it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I don't get. I'm like, anyway, sorry, we've gone off on a tangent about my parents' marriage. But I just feel that he was unfairly accused of breaking the bowl when he did break it, but he didn't do it on purpose. Was this like a kind of thing that she would use to win arguments from then on out? Oh, I don't know, probably. Like and you like, broke the fruit bowl. Yeah, no. It's like, where are we going to go for dinner? Like, you have your little KFC, KFC. pitch. And then yeah. it's like, well, we would be going to the KFC if, if you didn't break the yeah, fruit bowl. Yeah, if dad hadn't broken the fruit bowl. It's like, that was 16 years ago. <laughs> she still calls him about yeah. it. Yeah, right. Like, I just don't think parents in the 90s understood that kids break shit. See, I, like, almost had the opposite. <laughs> where, like... Maybe 
because your mum's a teacher, so she knows that kids break shit. I don't know if I've told you about this before, but me and um, like my best friend <laughs> as a kid, Sean, yeah, we had what we called our base. <laughs> this is quite cool. Yeah, this, yeah. Is, this is a strap yourself in. Yeah, I'll, I get back, I'll get back to the CD. Oh, in yeah. About ten hours. Hang on, I'm gonna get some Nutella pizza. Okay. I want to strap myself in for this yeah. story. I filled my mouth with chocolate, so I can't respond because I want to hear this story and just listen. So, uh, yeah, as kids. We had what me and my friend Sean would call our base, that right? Sounds amazing. So this is gonna be the greatest story. We were basically at war with his brother <laughs> at all times. I remember this. This went on into your like teens. Pretty much, like if you've got an older brother, he was his brother was uh, three years above us. I remember us. this being a thing. Yeah. Then it's kind of like, well, you've we just have to fight each other. That's just how it is. <laughs> to the death. Yeah, pretty much, and so. Uh, would, yeah, I remember you guys did that and you also wrote a book about how much you hated Steve, I think. <laughs> that was completely different. <laughs> we spent we spent a lot of um, our IT classes writing <laughs> a book about Steve, book and, about Steve and his mum. Yeah. It was pretty hilarious. <laughs> I think it was. Well, he, think... was, he was in the class. It's not like we were writing this behind his back. Yeah, I know. That's what makes it worse. You were bullying him. <laughs> <laughs> to his face. <laughs> Well, I mean, IT gets boring. Yeah, what was once chapter one? Do you remember? Once you've finished writing about LANs and network cabling, <laughs> then it's like, all right, well, back to the word doc. Yeah, but Steve's what was it? Dot, dot was that what it was called? Probably. <laughs> I remember it had chapters. Uh, oh, yeah, it did too. Yeah, it was a book. It was a full-on book. It had chapters. Yeah, so that these are the, the kind of shenanigans <laughs> that me and Sean were going to. Yeah, that was like high school, though. Yeah. In in junior, junior school was where most of our base building came into <laughs> expertise. And so he lived on this huge property. Um, I think it was 40 acres. Yeah. Wow. That is huge. Yeah. And so he had, you know, like horses and there was dams and all the kind of stuff that as a kid is fun to explore, basically. Totally. And dying. Yeah. So uh, I'd go over for a sleepover and we would uh, just explore his property and find what we called weapons. <laughs> Which and are, of course, guns, <laughs> as we would later find um, out. We, well, they started out as sticks. Okay. And so that we would, already sounds painful. We would try to brother. find like the longest and straightest sticks that we could flail around. <laughs> and uh, like, did you hit his brother with them? Like his brother would do the same. Oh, okay, that's fine. Then. And so then I feel like you were just attacking an unarmed man. Well, no, we were never at the advantage. Don't worry, because okay, good. I remember like one time. Because it's two on one, and I thought he was unknown, unaware. I thought it was a guerrilla war. No, if, if you're gonna feel sorry for anyone, feel sorry for us. I feel like you started the war. No, this, this is like, you know, you're born into it. It's just, it's like. <laughs> Palestine and uh, Mufasa and Scarface right like it's just as long as anyone can remember you're at war <laughs> ever since the nations were created yeah. <laughs> so um, like there were a couple of occasions where we would meet in the middle of a paddock and it would be me and Sean and his brother Reese and one of his friends like he, I lived next to Richard which was this guy that was in <laughs> Sean's brother's year level yeah and so like we kind of all knew each other and so like Sean and would vest his brother I'd vest Richard and we'd like meet in a field and we'd have sticks and we would just like swing our sticks at each other's sticks but you know we're like year three they're year six they're gonna like kill us like instantly our sticks break and then to top it off I remember one time that 
<laughs> they both came armed with metal pipes. What? <laughs> it was like, well, this hardly seems fair. Like one swing. It's like that scene from the movie where the guy's like amazing sword gets chopped in half. And it's like, well, fuck now. He's, I've got like a, a twig and he's got a metal pipe. Like, can we just retreat? I feel like we're losing this war. Oh, that's so unlucky. So we'd spend like day after day combing his paddocks for sticks and like most of the time we wouldn't end up using them so they'd go rotten and we'd like throw them out and go patrolling for sticks again (laughs) and uh like we were just (laughs) like kind of terrorists as kids yeah we were rebels without a cause yeah we would um have a, a look through the garage and find every single flammable liquid we could find oh my god and just combine them and that's horrific then set, that could have gone horribly set wrong things on fire oh my gosh guys we made this one called um sb 2000 probably around the year oh 2000 my gosh i can't believe that didn't go horribly so wrong would have been 13 was at it the time. sean and ben 2000 you cracked the code i see <laughs> it was quite the operation yeah for example, one thing that we set on fire, hmm. we entered this thing called, I think it was the National History Challenge. Young boys are so weird. My friend Jared the other day was saying him and his friends used to like ride around on bikes yelling at parents, give us your daughter. And <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's a really weird thing to do. And he was like cracking up like it was the funniest thing ever. <laughs> Sounds like a good time. <laughs> are you serious? Did they ever get any daughters? They did Oh, I shame. was like, I was like, you are so weird. But I guess like, it's like Marge, <laughs> some kids asking for Lisa again. Okay. I don't know why I took Xander over. I don't know why I took two Simpsons characters <laughs> yeah, for my example. I don't know but do you not find that really odd, or is that like, nah, that's boys for you? I mean, it doesn't sound implausible. <laughs> like, can you imagine that you and Sean may have done that at some point? Yeah. I mean, we didn't, but like if I... Had just because it didn't occur. Yeah. Right. Um, I just found like... I, I, he told me this story and like midway through the story, he was cracking up so hard he could barely finish. And I was just looking at him like, who are you? I feel like it's one of those you had to be there type <laughs> scenarios, definitely. Well, of course, but I... Not even like you had to be there to appreciate the comedy. Like when someone tells you uh, you had to be their story, you're just like, oh, I don't really get it. But with this, I was like... No, that's really weird. <laughs> I'm sure that you had equally weird shit. You just, uh, you don't recognize it as weird. So, you know. You- I kind of like went off him as a friend. <laughs> I was like, that's really strange and frightening. I'll see how much I can push you away by the end of this. Like, anecdote. why would you do that in your like teens? I mean, it was a pre-internet world. There was... <laughs> No Google. You yucks yeah. to be had. What, what else would you do? I just find that so strange because he grew up like in a he grew up in Belgrave, so a similar scenario to us. Mm. Like there's nothing really around, but you're like close enough to other people that there's like some sort of suburban situation, and that's what they did for yucks. Like, got to do something. I just find that so bizarre. Anyway, so like we entered the National History Challenge at one point. Yeah, I remember that. I, think, I entered. I think we were in year five, so uh, that's about like 11 or 12 years old. I think we had to enter. Probably 10 or 11 years old, I guess. And so we uh, we did a project on the first fleet. <laughs> yep. Which is like, you know, to fill in for international listeners. Of the, which we probably have none. Sure. <laughs> for dumb listeners. Yeah. The, uh, the first 
uh, you know, colonies to settle Australia. It was like... Was it you that didn't know who Edmund Barton is? It was the first Prime Minister. So that wasn't you? No. Okay. Um, we made like a, a plaster cast mould of the bay and all the ships Dude, sailing in bad. and stuff. When we that were, would have been hard work. It was hard work. Looking back... Like, kids today have it so easy compared to us. They're not making paper mache volcanoes. They just do it on 3D Studio Max yeah, in two seconds. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like, imagine making that all out of, like, plaster. That was how, I remember I built a log cabin out of popsicle sticks. Yeah, but is that, like... I mean, it's a lot of effort. Oh, it was bloody hard work. I don't think I learned much. Yeah, no. <laughs> exactly. Like, when am I going to use that skill? Right. But what I'm trying to say is, like, the artistic feats they expected us as children to pull off. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think designers even do that these days. Like, they don't even do proper mock-ups of architectural <laughs> buildings. And, like, we're making the bay. <laughs> Blaster. I remember one of the uh, other entries of the History Challenge, they were doing Michael Klim, like one of Australia's <laughs> best swimmers. It's not really history, is it, at the time? Oh, it's sort I guess of recent very history. recent history. And they um, put goggles on <laughs> a, a dog. No, no, a basketball, probably a swim cap. And it's like, look, it's Michael Klim. Ah, that's so I'm, amazing. I'm not, so, I'm not saying they're all that's like, amazing. up to the standard that we were. Did you laugh or were they being serious? It got like to the next round or it whatever. It did not. Like, this is the piece of shit. The basketball head But they, but they probably the... had to pick like a certain minimum amount and there was just not many people entering. So it's like, well, I good luck. I guess we're putting through the basketball. <laughs> yeah. Which really is an insult to Michael Klim. <laughs> like if anything, that's bullying. <laughs> yeah, it should have, uh, should have been Kyle Pilkington. Yeah. He's got more of a round head. He really does. Michael Klim's head's more oblong. Um, maybe they put an egg in it. Did you ever notice, maybe? Do you notice his name is Milk backwards? Yeah, they do. Uh, on, he was advertising milk and was they it? made that joke. Oh, did they? Mm. I only like, noticed it recently and I was like, holy guacamole. All right, well, it's not a revelation. Uh, it was to me. Why were you thinking about Michael Klim in the past? <laughs> like, it, it, if, you're not, if you're thinking of Michael Klim post-2001, it's too it's late. unusual. Yeah. No, because the other day there was a password in a video game and part of it was Klim. And I was like, oh, I know what that is. It's milk backwards. And then I was like, hang on, Michael Klim. <laughs> I'm on to you. So anyway, we're making this model of Botany Bay and we've got chicken wires like supporting our... See, like, who does that these days? That is bloody hard work. Yeah, it looked it looked like we were uh, going to kick some goals here. Yeah, I appreciate what you've done. And like, as we're making it, people are coming over to us and like, oh my God, this looks amazing. Like, you and guys like, are... Of course it does. And like, yeah, we're pretty good. <laughs> And uh, then we got to painting it and it all just fell apart. Literally? Like, no, like oh. it was still in one piece, but it just looked like shit. Oh, the painting job was not good. Yeah. I mean, we should have put some shading on the water or something, yeah, I guess. Yeah, it was, it was just all blue. Blue and green. and Yeah, there's not a lot in Botany Bay at the time. <laughs> there. <laughs> there was Looking some, um, we put some like, actual sand on. I think we hoped to... Uh, you know, that make didn't a resurrect it? Nah, no. kind of probably just made it look dirty. Worse, yeah. So, uh, I remember a great feat in primary school was burning paper to make it look old. Oh, yeah. I made a few ancient maps. Don't I, you worry about that. I hid a scroll in my um, house somewhere that I'd burnt oh, yeah. to, look, to age at one stage. Did you ever find it? <laughs> yeah. I always like would check every like year or so. I'm like, oh, still, still there. there. Like, yeah, because who else is going <laughs> to... No one's searching right. for a faux old scroll. And then... Um, what I does think, the scroll lead you to? I think treasure that didn't exist. Oh, that's annoying. I think we were going to bury some chocolates and then we ate them or something like that. I buried a time capsule somewhere. What, do you remember or? 
No, I've forgotten where it is. I've got <laughs> but, no idea. But it did get buried. It did definitely get buried. Do you I'm what one was in step it? ahead of you. Yeah, our secrets. Me and my best friend wrote down a secret. Do you remember what the secret was? No, I think it was like, I love my family or something. <laughs> oh. Me and um, Alex, No, it was quite the secret. Another friend. Or like who I had a crush on at five years old yeah. or something. Me and, my, uh, me and one of my other friends, Alex, who I've mentioned on the show before, is we buried a water balloon <laughs> once that we encased in a, uh, a wooden box that we made. Burying was a pastime yeah, of children, it, wasn't it? Well, this is... It's quite the hobby. Right, like... That's what I'm saying. You had to be imaginative. You really did, though. <laughs> it's like I'm definitely making your own fun. Yeah, I feel like Alex's mum would have been the kind of person who's like, you can't watch TV for six hours, go outside, and that's like, all right, well, we're going to make weapons and bury things. <laughs> so I hope that's what you were hoping yeah. for, because now we've started a war with the neighbours. So, uh, and then we dug it up like a year later, and it was actually still in. What? Yeah. Wow. Did you throw it at him at that point? Probably. Yeah, we instantly <laughs> popped it. <laughs> That's pretty amazing. Have you looked for the scroll recently? No, so I was, um, I think we got like new lights put in. And so I think like during the process, the hidden scroll got dislodged. And Oh no. Uh, was it hidden in the root? Yeah. Wow. So anyway, we've been making this history challenge project mm-hmm. and we were really into creating things with balsa wood at the time. <laughs> that was a big thing as well. <laughs> so we had like hot glue guns and we went through like five sticks of hot glue a day yeah. because we would like yowies were a big thing at the time which there was were, only like, a few hobbies to be had wasn't there there was like kinder surprises slash yeah. yowies yeah there was balsa wood there was chicken wire and plaster and burying stuff and so we com- managed to combine <laughs> most of those into <laughs> that's pretty much all you could do yeah. in the 90s so we had created in year five this whole elaborate tree house of balsa wood where we like housed our yowies and well, that's pretty cool yeah it was i think i made a impressive. plane or something okay hmm. I, I was not bad at balsa wood to be honest um that's enough you know what we used to do we used to build billy carts see we used to like and race them down the street after school care had a go-kart but it wasn't like a go-kart or a billy cart well billy cart like yeah. it wasn't motorized no okay uh, I know the difference yeah, i'm yeah. quite the mechanic of billy carts yeah but it seemed to be always like broken so oh that's a shame we had the oh well you've been to my the street where i grew up it's got that massive hill mm. and we would race billy carts down it which i can't believe dad not only condoned but was head engineer it seems like he didn't give a shit for your well-being no. so why would no. you be surprised i guess not but he used to like put together these billy carts where the only there was no break yeah, it's like, don't die, children. All right, go for your life. Yeah, and like the only way to stop was like for the ground to flatten out and you, <laughs> you lose momentum. And the only steering was a piece of like skipping rope that turned the bottom axle. Yeah, that's how it worked. <laughs> I feel like we had to... Um, Not die mostly have in more dire circumstances like, than children these days. We, we were mostly getting dragged along by someone. Like Ah, oh, you didn't have the hill. You could control it, but someone else had to basically pull you, so it was less fun. <laughs> it's not that fun. Yeah, yeah, having a big hill is... Well, I don't know if fun's the right word. It's advantageous. Yeah. Stuff happened. I can't say whether or not I enjoyed it. Sure. My brother used to also do shows for the children around the street, and he charged like 50 cents or a dollar admission or something, mm. and he would do bike tricks over me. <laughs> like he would jump over you Yeah like any, jump over any me other tricks? Or like I don't remember very well But it was like Do a wheelie over my head Or like jump over me Or like How many times did he like Injure you in, during this process? Actually none So like I appreciate that Sounds but... like your family Were just trying to get rid of you Most of the time <laughs> But again 
I'm not sure if my parents knew about this, but I feel like they should have potentially like put an end to it. Would you reckon it was because you were the um, like the youngest child? Like by the time they got to you, we got two that didn't break. Yeah, they'd yeah. kind of given up. I get the feeling like my brother was the most dangerous child in the world. My middle brother. Like he, as, as a two-year-old, backed the car out of the driveway and tried to drive it down the street. Cool. <laughs> and like um, had like four lots of different stitches on his head from like all these injuries as like a three and four-year-old. So I feel like they got the sense that children weren't that breakable. Explain the car thing. Like how did he reach the pedals and stuff? I don't know. Like- My brother had to chase the car down the street and put the handbrake on through the window. <laughs> awesome It's quite the story it, He didn't like crash or anything He just Nah They didn't have a chance fortunately But like and I would, don't know Would your parents yell about that? No I think they thought that is adorable and amusing the, the punch bowl is where they go to war Yeah like We used to get yelled at over so much stuff Like having muddy shoes in the car I yeah, can't really help that. I really think they picked their battles <laughs> incorrectly Like is there much I can do about muddy shoes in the car? I mean, I guess you can wipe them off before you get in. <laughs> but where? Just on the ground before you get into the car. Oh, no, the ground was mud. That's the reason. Well, then I guess it's harder. <laughs> I was like, what do you want me to do here, guys? <laughs> All right, so let's just, like try and get this back on track. Yeah, sorry. Back so, to the CD in Wheat Beaks. No, no, no. Is where we're still, from. we're well. Oh, okay. We're well away that. from that. Yeah. Uh, so me and... Uh, Sean, we're building this history challenge uh, yeah, that's model. Right. Yeah, we're back to that. Yeah, And it's not looking as good as we thought. Even like we've built all these balsa wood constructions and we're like, oh, we'll save it with the boats. We're going to make boats right. out of bo- balsa wood. We're going to have amazing balsa wood boats um, and everyone will get what it is again. Yeah, they turned out like shit. Oh, great. So, like better than Michael Klim? That was like years later. Oh, so we okay. weren't up directly in <laughs> You weren't in competition with Michael no. Klim. I can't believe Michael Klim was years later. That's <laughs> a concern for this child who made Michael Klim. Well, I think because we were forced into participating in the history challenge when I was in year five, like year eight or nine when the, you know, the Michael Klim, the Michael Klimcident, <laughs> as it is known, uh, took place. The Klimcident. Um that was probably optional by that time. Why and would you opt to make Michael Clem from a basketball? <laughs> they probably they probably had that, you know initial high hopes. And <laughs> so you think the person saw a basketball and was like, you know, that looks like <laughs> you put goggles on it. That's essentially Michael Clem. <laughs> That's <Klim>. Australia's favorite <laughs> swimmer. <laughs> he looks nothing like a basketball. That's what really annoys me. Similarly anyway. buoyant though. <laughs> he's just bald. That's yeah. the only thing. <laughs> what more do you need? <laughs> it's not even like he's not particularly like round headed. Remember like, when Michael Klim had a severe <laughs> a tan and head. tire and tread over his tan. face? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Ah. So, uh, so, <laughs> like, yeah, during the process of development, like, it starts off everyone is coming past watching us make this thing yeah. and complimenting our craftsmanship. By the end, no one is saying anything. <laughs> everyone is like... The onlookers have uh, moved on. What happened? <laughs> No, they're still onlookers, but... But they're not they're qu- admiring onlookers. Yeah, they're a lot more silent. <laughs> and so we were so disappointed in ourselves because we started off so well. Well, yeah, it sounds like you it, had a long way to fall. It totally, yeah, just fell apart. And so uh, we didn't win the history challenge. Yeah, no kidding. We've got this SB2000 concoction. Oh, no. So we we push it out into the I can't the imagine middle. why you didn't win more challenges with such a intense coding <laughs> system. You should have... 
put that in. Yeah, we, if it was some kind of science competition, <laughs> yeah, maybe. Things might have been different. So the enigma, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we want to propose a new code to hide from the Nazis. So we take this thing home. We douse it in... Like our, yeah, our petrol concoction. Oh my gosh. Set it alight and push it off into the dam. And we didn't realize it would float. Yeah, so it would have like uh, floated across yeah. like a Viking funeral. Right, we gave our history challenge a Viking funeral. <laughs> Is that exactly what you thought at yeah. the time? No, not at the time. Oh. I was like, you know, 10. Didn't know much about Viking funerals looking at back, the time. You're like, oh my gosh, we gave it a Viking yeah. funeral. If only you'd filmed that and said... <laughs> Our history challenge is the filming of a Viking funeral. Yeah, we should have entered that the following year. Yeah, I reckon that would have done well. Mm. So the history challenge didn't get anywhere post Balsa Wood. No, like we mm. we had to add like little descriptions of what happened during that time period, and that didn't help either. No, like made it worse. Yeah, mm. we it just was failure so, from day one. No, like it looked it started out promising and just mm. uh, didn't eventuate. Well, those things happen. But uh, so. Me and Sean have our bases around. His main base was the cubby house. Like they right. had this awesome tree house kind of thing going on. and um, Not made from balsa wood. No. no we, had like a, we had a padlock on it. Wow. Like, I always wanted a tree house as a kid. Yeah, it was pretty cool. That was my main want. <laughs> Surprising I had time to want anything between all of the fun stuff I was allowed to do. <laughs> but boy, did I wish for a tree house. Well, you always want it. You can't have it. Yeah, pretty much. I want to go play outside. No. <laughs> we bought you these video games. You're going to enjoy them. So we spent a lot of time in the treehouse, but we discovered at one point that his neighbours um, had moved out Hot of the sister? property next no. door. Okay. I and thought this was like a coming of age film about you like oh, looking wish. at a hot sister or something and like realising that you're becoming young men or something <laughs> to the soundtrack of like Stand By Me or whatever. There's still time for that, right? Yeah. And so we're like, oh, let's go explore this other property. Yeah. And <laughs> well, these 40 acres are done. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We've, we'd scoured every we inch scoured of it. scoured these 40 acres. I think they had like 60 acres oh, next wow. door. So yeah. it was like, well, next level shit. Uh, and we discovered this abandoned building wow, on their property. Wow, that's pretty cool. And it was awesome. Like Abandoned buildings are up there. Yeah, it was kind of it like... Just a, sounds cool. An old garage, so there's a lot of like, like I remember. Oh, sorry. I remember one time, Arena was like, what do you want to do today? I've kind of wanted to check out this ghost town. And I was like, sounds cool. Like, <laughs> so what was that? What was the ghost town like? No, it was just abandoned buildings and stuff. Yeah. But it's like, if you think about it, this sounds like the lamest day out ever. But like, ghost town, I was like, <laughs> sign me up. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I don't know why though. What's up with that? Well, uh... So we found this abandoned building and it's like got a lot of old car parts and it was in the middle of... Oh, that's going to be sweet for the war. Yeah. It was in the middle <laughs> of a blackberry patch. Oh, Like there was great. thistles everywhere. Is this the base? So we're like, well, this is the perfect defense. Yeah, like, I think so. Our new base is yeah. going to be completely... It comes with built-in, yeah. like enemy defeating... Right, like if, if Sean's brother tries to attack us the here... will get him. Yeah, we've got like at least 10 <laughs> minutes while he tries to navigate this <laughs> maze of black blackberry bushes. <laughs> And or so, stops to eat the blackberries. Yeah. <laughs> so um, we spent like the next like month just carrying everything from his. It sounds cubby like house. when um, Bart buys a warehouse and just like smashes the window. It was totally like that. <laughs> it, it, Is that what happens? He buys a warehouse for like one dollar. Yeah, and they find like vats of acid and typewriters. And it's like, well, vats of acid and typewriters, what do we do? And so they just end up throwing the typewriters into the acid. That was exactly what happened. We found, we found golf clubs. 
and we found sunglasses. Children are so destructive. And so we just smashed Smash the glasses, the glasses with, with the golf, golf clubs. Yeah. Children are so destructive. I don't understand. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's fun to break things. I know, but they were, we're like, oh, you know, the human race must be basically good because of like the innocence of children. No way. <laughs> Whoever Children said that. are freaking destructive. Yeah. They break shit and laugh about death. They had. I used to laugh at like people dying and stuff in comedic ways because I didn't understand that they were dead. <laughs> yeah. There's, surely there's like. Isn't this Lord of the Flies all over? Basically, yeah. I Children are evil, I think. <laughs> I'm a much nicer person than I was as a child. Well, I didn't realise death was so permanent. Yeah, sometimes you're too young to understand the consequences. Yeah, exactly. They had an abandoned car yard on this lot. Oh, that would be fun. And I, I would just be smashing cars I'm as guessing far there as was about see. 60 cars. That is fun. And we just went and smashed every of course, window. <laughs> of course you would. I bet, like, someone came back and was like, oh, my car collection. <laughs> Probably. There was, I remember there was a boat in the it. Because I love how it. you say they're abandoned. Well, it's like they will run down. It's not like oh, any of them are okay. going to work again. I was like, how do you know they're abandoned? <laughs> they're like, just, the people next door just... <laughs> they abandoned, parked. It's all the same. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was thinking. Like, um, maybe they're just on holiday. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they've moved out. <laughs> I saw them leaving with suitcases. This one's a little rusty, I yeah. guess. They don't want any windows. <laughs> But yeah, there was like a boat amongst it. Wow. And I guess the windows were made out of some kind of hard plastic rather couldn't than glass. Couldn't break them? Yeah, it was uh, the bane of our existence. Like really? We couldn't smash the windows uh. in the boat. But anyway, so we've like moved bean bags and all our sticks into this new base. The stick depository. Yeah. The weaponry. They had samples of carpet all okay. throughout it. So we like laid carpet. <laughs> like there was just like... Like a stack of another nineties childhood squares. hobby. <laughs> yeah, and so we like there was nails and hammers in there. So we like so hammered down, hammered down the carpet. carpet. Yeah, and so it's like we're really outfitting it. Like there was a whole bunch of just junk. It's quite so a we clubhouse. Just, yeah, we like just <laughs> threw out all the junk and just you know opened the space up and you know, opened the space like, up. What are you guys like queer eye or something? Kind of. It was like if you were had like an eighties montage of you it would know, be you two like cleaning this house right, and like, like high fiving at the end exactly. And so we made this amazing new base for us. And yeah, one day we were smashing the sunglasses mm. and uh, Sean... Had a sudden epiphany that dis- meaningless distraction wasn't <laughs> fulfilling the hole in his soul. No, he hands me oh, the golf club. Okay, just wanted to check. <laughs> no, no such epiphany was no. that. He hands me the golf club and goes back inside the base and I take the golf club and start smashing it and I see a car approaching. <gasps> dun, 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 dun. I'm like, holy shit, like we thought this whole place was abandoned, but someone turns out is coming it's back. just a man with a thousand eyes. <laughs> <laughs> so so um I we drop the golf club and just like sprint. Yeah. And because of the blackberry bushes, like it usually takes like three minutes to escape from this little compound. Yeah. But for some reason that day we managed to find a shortcut. Awesome. And like just for the first and the only gods of ever destruction time. smiled on you. Yeah. Buccanal reached down and made a path. <laughs> we managed to get out of the blackberry patch in like ten seconds, <laughs> 10 like seconds record time. We were wow. like boom out there, and then we even came back like. A week later, and we're like, How, where, "Where's the path? Like, we just couldn't find it. It's like it doesn't yeah, exist." Yeah, demons smiled upon your work of destruction yeah. and helped you out. So, did you ever find out who the car was? I thought there was going to be an end to that. Fuck story. no, we were just oh. like, I guess that base is, you know, abandoned you know, base, right? So, um, but we did, we were we were shitting ourselves. Yeah, no kidding. We left but when his you came dog back, there, oh, that's sad. Poor so dog. We're back at 
Sean's place, like trying to come up with stories that we can tell, tell his parents <laughs> the dog's missing. No, we were we were going to go back over, mm. and we're like, what are the chances they believe us that we just lost our dog and are looking for it? Like, if we have to confront these people. It's like, hey, so uh, dog's missing. And they're like, are you the kids that just ran out of here at full speed? Like, no. no. <laughs> uh, so you've Those got are probably some... the children that stole our dog. Yeah. <laughs> You're looking for those uh, kids at 21 who are always laying carpet. Yeah. I was thinking, like, you could do a trade-off. Like, I'm sorry we smashed your sunglasses, but we did carpet your whole house. Yeah, I'm sure they didn't care. It was like a <laughs> shitty garage and stuff. But we left, like, beanbags and all this stuff And you in never there. went back? No, we finally, like, oh. we did when the coast was clear like a week later and uh, the dog came back on its own luckily we were like halfway there and the dog came back and we were so relieved they're like holy <laughs> shit thank god well we didn't played, have to explain dog. to it's everyone it's like the famous five or something yeah so uh, that was my childhood yeah but we were talking about a CD <laughs> so I had I had this CD that <laughs> I got from a Weetbix box yeah um, and I think it was the first CD I ever owned that's amazing and it just had one song on it <laughs> How many copies of this CD did you end up having? At least two, maybe three. Wow. I feel like I had one and then we got another one and like, well, my sister gets it. Really? Did you give it away to any friends? Like, you've got to get your ears around this great song. I, I think I just hoarded <laughs> copies of the CD. You were such a mean child. It's probably more the fact that no one else wanted it. <laughs> but it was like your favourite song. Yeah, I loved it. <laughs> so I remember like, again, one time me and Sean are hanging out and I fell out of a tree. <laughs> And, like, I hit several branches on the way down to scratch the oh. shit out of my stomach. Yeah. And I'm bleeding, like, it looks like Freddy Krueger, you know? Like, they <laughs> wake up from the dream up. and it's just, like, like lines of blood. <laughs> and we go inside and I just, like, put the CD on. And, like, Why? it just, like, brought to me to life. You. <laughs> Are you serious? That was, was, like, anesthetic to your wounds. Yeah, I was, like, you know, jumping around the living room. Are you serious? Like, I just have to dance. That brought you back from the dead. Yeah. The song is just Are you too good. Its power overwhelms me. Are you serious? That was like it was Lazarus to you or something. <laughs> Lazarus to you. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Are you serious? I mean, I didn't make it up. <laughs> because who? Tell us more. What is this song? So, um, <laughs> it's by Jimmy Barnes <laughs> and Nathan Cavalieri. <laughs> Teen guitar virtuoso. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the early nineties, oh, he was. It was your teen. Was he in his twenties? I don't know. I just it, remember a lot. When you're a kid, everyone <laughs> feels like older, so maybe oh, he, was, he could have been like forty back yeah. when I was nine. And who, who really? Oh, no. that's such a good combo of people. Give us, lay it on us, lay the Lazarus song, right. your favorite song and first CD. So, like, much like the Yada Da Da song, yeah. This one is also about a Quite. baby. Yeah, I was going to say, did you think this was actually about a baby as well? Yeah, well, any track that I listened to before I turned 10 was uh, was about a literal <laughs> baby. But no, it's called Gonna See did My Baby Tonight. Did you realise it wasn't about an actual baby? This song I did. You did? Yeah. Okay, just wanted to check. That was a joke. Oh, just wanted to check? Yeah, I just discovered it on YouTube, and uh, I just—it made me laugh so much. Remembering Nathan Camilleri is a thing. Like, <laughs> yeah, like remember. Remember that. Remember that. Yeah. Ah, uh, the nineties. He was cool then. Here we go. Let's rock it. Let's Jimmy Barnes. I'm gonna love you. You gotta start off with a little slow romantic. Yeah, it's kind of creepy though. 
What if I don't want you to love me? Well, the street lights die. You gotta love me. That's not a good night. <laughs> this is your favourite song as a child. Yeah. Were you singing along to this bit? See, I think like this would... That was the lame part before yeah. you got into the wrist. And then it kicks off here. You're pretty excited for this bit. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know the words? Love me later now. You remember it pretty well, don't you? Uh, you have to understand that... Like, we've been saying for the last hour, there was nothing to do as a kid. So, so this listening got you to back the, on your feet my one falling single. out of a tree. Yeah. And the beat was too strong for you. <laughs> I could not resist the rock. <laughs> I think it holds up better than Marvelous. Oh, that was so bad. Ugh. Do you reckon this has um, influenced your later taste in music? How so? I don't know. I can see a bit of Foo Fighters in it. Yeah, I, can, I, I guess they can see them doing a version. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Nathan Camilleri, rock it out. There he goes. Yeah. Bit of a lead guitar from the camera. How did Sean feel about this song? I don't think he was as into it no? as I was. He didn't see the magic no, the way you did. No, not really. That's a shame. He was like an ACDC kind of guy. Uh, yeah, not a fan. I think he had like, he had a weird collection of music, like um, a lot of stuff that his parents was obviously into. Oh, okay. And so on, yeah. his, um, on his shelf, he had ACDC and Garth Brooks right next to each other. <laughs> I remember Garth Brooks. I got a Garth Brooks CD. He came free with a video game. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's how everyone got music in I the know. 90s, apparently. He came free with stuff. Yeah, they're just like, uh, who can we pass this off I on? I know. So uh, what do you think? Are you liking yeah, Gonna See My Baby tonight? Yeah, he's doing well, Nate. Nato. I'm glad that someone's, uh, someone's uploading this to YouTube in 2015. I remember Nathan Cavalieri being a big thing. Really? What else was he up to? I don't know. He was just eating a bit. Like, everyone used to talk about Nathan Cavalieri. This takes me back to the days of, like, 90s footballers. Yeah, it seems like the kind of thing that they would uh, play. See? I did not. Like, three-minute guitar solos were a thing back in the day. <laughs> and, uh, everyone loved it. Oh, abrupt ending. Maybe that's what got you listening again. Yeah, you just chuck that shit so on suddenly, repeat. It's like, shivers, is it already over? I was just getting into that. I mean, there's a freebie in a Weepix box. Well, uh, what do you want? Well, I bought my first ever tape, so don't you worry about that. What was your first tape? I'll, I'll, I'll put it on for you as well, shall I? Okay. See if I can still get into it as much as I used to. I don't even know if you'll ever heard of this person. The first uh, album that I remember paying for, yeah. I bought a single of uh, It was Janet well Jackson. after this. Really? Yeah. Well after the camo, which you didn't have to pay for. But I had, I had one that I got like as a birthday or Christmas gift or something that I did request yeah. that was one of those like hot hits numbered. It was like oh, volume two. Oh, yeah, spring hit, yeah. 2000 and... Thousand. It wasn't even. It would have been like ninety-three yeah. or something. But it's just funny. We used to have those fresh hits or something, or fresh jive. It was or? one of those. Um, but 
it's funny to think like they got it to like volume 47. I know. And I had two. I was like volume <laughs> I two. I think I remember volume one. I think we had it as well. Like I remember Triple J's hottest 100s like being in the small numbers as well. Yeah, but they usually did them by the year, right? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. They didn't do like volume one or whatever. Yeah. But I remember having like the 1994 one. One of the very first ones. And I'm pretty sure it's got like Mr. Worm. Dr. Worm. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a real doctor, but I am a real worm. I was never really into that song. I am. Is that from the 90s? I'm I, pretty sure. I remember that being on the 1994 one. So this is Vicky's, the first album that Vicky first ever purchased. Song on the very first album. I think, I can't remember if it was an album or a um, single, but I'm not even convinced you'll know this person. I don't know why I picked it. I think I just liked her first name. Okay. Is it Vicky? It is not. No. Not as much as a narcissist back then as I am now. I don't really know the chorus. I can't remember this bit. Sounds like a bit like TLC. Or does a bit, doesn't it? Precursor to. Damn! I wish I was your lover. Who sings this song? Sophie B. Hawkins. Ah, okay. The only, um, the only place I know Sophie B. Hawkins from is Community. <laughs> the Sophie B. Hawkins dance? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't really think that she was a thing yeah, in Australia. I don't know if she was either, if I had the one time. Right, like they did that episode and I was like, who's Sophie B. Hawkins? <laughs> Who indeed. I guess I had my finger right on the vein of popular music. Well, it's not like she had lasting appeal. Well, she's obviously um, quite the uh, popular thing back in the 90s in America. I guess, America. like, she endured to community some... Yeah, but, uh, like, she was obviously their childhood rival. Here we go. Damn! <laughs> I wish I was your lover. What's this track called? Um, damn, I wish I was your lover. Is it, like, damn and then the rest in brackets? No, that would have been particularly 90s. Mm. But unfortunately, no. Shame. Don't say shucks. Yeah, the radio edit. <laughs> <laughs> One of the greatest lyrics is, you're the only shoe that fits. That, that is very meaningful. Yeah, that was my classic track. Wow. Yep. Her and Michelle Branch, I think I had as well. Michelle Branch was years later, I feel. Was it? I don't know. I can't remember. Maybe it wasn't Michelle Branch. One of those. Yeah, anyway, Sophie B. Hawkins, quite the... Uh, Flashback? Yeah, that, from there you the go. Past. That was my first ever. So, Pretty feels better out of those two songs. I mean, I'm, I feel like I'm biased towards <laughs> the Gonna See My Baby Tonight free CD. <laughs> yeah, I had to pay for Sophie B. Hawkins. What a shame. 1992 it came out. Yeah, okay. Wow. So, five-year-old Vicky... Younger. Oh, yeah, four. Yeah. But uh, presumably you bought it when you were older, right? No, I think I bought it at the time. Right on the cutting edge. Oh, as soon as it came out. I was lining up for the Hawkins <laughs> at Sanity. I remember buying it from Sanity. I think you mean Brashes. Yeah, I was going to say it wasn't Brashes, actually. I can't remember now. Anyway. <laughs> I think I should do a cover of this. Go on. Everyone will think... No, not this very oh, second. I was... Getting into it. Yeah. That's a bit weird. Damn, I wish I was your lover. I'll rock you till the daylight comes. Make sure you are smiling and warm. I am everything. Tonight I'll be your mother. 
She just wanted a, a line <laughs> that so rhymed weird. with uh, smother and brother. Yeah, this monkey can't stand to see you black and blue. Give you something sweet each time you come inside my jungle book. See, as, as a child, I would have thought she was talking about an actual monkey. Oh. <laughs> like a sad, like you watch the video clip and it's just a weeping monkey. That, oh, that's so sad. Yeah. That monkey doesn't like to see you struggle. I didn't understand metaphors until no, at least age eight. I can see that. My point was, <laughs> I don't know kids these days, make, am I yeah, right? Coddled. Yeah. They, weren't, they don't hear the word damn in songs. Well, then, <laughs> like, kids entertainment is like, you know, I'm talking super young and stuff. Like, Teletubbies mm. is, like, what kids watch. And that is, like... I feel like we had to grow up pretty quickly, though. That's what I'm saying. Like Too quickly. I don't have no. a childhood. No. No, it was exactly the I right... all of us are trying to go back to our childhoods because we didn't have any. Because I, I feel... It's not trying to go back to it. It's like, I'd like my childhood now. <laughs> really? <laughs> I don't want to work. I've been working my whole life to understand the children's shows I had to watch. I know all those memories of, like... Sneaking around behind my parents and watching weird shit and just like they're my most cherished childhood <laughs> memories. Breaking sunglasses with my best friend. <laughs> and like if I didn't have that, it's like what well, kind of childhood was it? Remember that time that we sat inside wrapped in bubble wrap? Yeah, I want that. I want to be coddled. I was never coddled, and I want my, that chance now. Maybe it's just exactly. Like, you just want what you... Uh, I miss being coddled. Didn't have. Why? You don't want to be coddled. No way. Yeah, you love not being coddled and you weren't coddled. Yeah. So then what's your excuse? I'm a psychopath. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. <laughs> I want to be coddled. Send me back to coddling school. <laughs> I want rules and coddling. That would have been a great childhood. <laughs> if, I think, yeah, if there was love in my childhood, that would have made it a lot better. I have to say. <laughs> so I'm pro-love. I know. Right? I think we should wrap things up there on the Sophie B. Hawkins note. All right. So uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. This has been episode 90 of Insane Ramblings. A very reunited episode. It would have been. If, yeah, we didn't even get there. A very yeah. reminiscent episode, I guess. I mean, uh, we've, it's been about a month since we've we recorded. We saw each other. And uh, there's a lot to catch up on. And, we <laughs> and didn't... we've caught up on none of yeah. it. We decided to start right at the beginning, right. our childhoods. <laughs> There's a lot to catch up on. I want to start from A. <laughs> Quick, quickly, before we do shut off, I want yeah. to talk about your like your leg injury. I've got a ruptured Achilles. Yeah. Thanks for noticing. Uh, I, I feel like next time we record... There's it, no story. It might not be so pertinent. You might have recovered. I don't no, want to risk that. No, it takes that. like months. So Don't you worry about that. The, well, you say there's no story. You just woke up one day and No, it was, I didn't even wake up. I was watching Netflix with yeah. Yoda... And My dog. Your dog, not not the Star Wars character named for, but mm. not. And I went to the other. I went to get water from your fridge because I was like, I did the Netflix did the thing that's like, are you dead? Because it's been a while <laughs> since you moved five anything. Five episodes in a row, pretty much touching a remote. Yeah, it was like, are you okay? You haven't moved at all, and that's a major concern for us. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, look, fair deuce. I should probably get up and get some water because uh, otherwise I'll be a little desiccated coconut. So I was walking around the long way to your kitchen. Okay. And Yoda was walking in front of me and then suddenly I couldn't walk. Did you collapse at that point or? No, I, like, I can't really remember it that well because I went into shock. You just blacked out. Well, no, like I've blocked out the memories because I was in so much pain. Like I remember just walking and then it felt like something snapped and I heard this loud noise and I couldn't put my foot to the ground and I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. I sat down on the ground because it was so painful. Yeah. And I tried to ring Alex Australia's favourite ex-boyfriend. Um, and and barrier of water balloons. Yeah. 
<laughs> two great titles. He didn't answer. So I was like, oh my God, I don't know if you're annoying Michael, but like, please answer. But you thought he would just be like the closest person that could help or something. Yeah. Like uh, who else do I know in that area yeah. anymore? No one. So I was like, I need someone to get me to a doctor or something, I guess. So then I like managed to like drag myself across the floor. Oh, that reminded me of a childhood memory. <laughs> Okay. Sorry, my friend Leah made up this character called Tick Tick Slide. She was an evil witch with no legs, so you'd know she was coming because she put her nails on the ground and went Tick Tick Slide. I think we can incorporate that into our skeleton screenplay. How scary is that though? Tick Tick Slide. Yeah, it's pretty good. And you hear her coming because her nails went Tick Tick and Mm. then the slide of her body because she didn't have legs. I got it. That's pretty messed up. Children, man. Children. (laughs) They're messed in the head. Anyway, children. Too much return to Oz. I reckon Tick Tick Slide was bloody scary. Um, I'm trying to ask her if she remembers Tick Tick Slide. I feel like we're the only ones who remember any of these. <laughs> so then I texted a doctor friend of mine. This has happened. Oh my God, I don't know what to do. And she was like, oh, look, it's probably fine. Don't worry about it. If the pain gets worse, call someone. And I was like, but who? And then so I laid on the couch a bit longer and I was like, oh my God, it hurts so much. I'm in so much pain. And I was like, you know how like you shake when you're in heaps of pain? Mm. And I was like sweating and like gritting my teeth because it hurt so much. Did you Um, try and ice it or anything like that? I couldn't move. Like it was too too painful to even like consider moving. Like I was like literally shaking with the pain. And then I started to like pass out because it was so painful. And I was like, so I posted on Facebook. I was like, I can't walk. What should I do? And then someone replied like, oh, I'll call an ambulance. I was like, oh, yeah, that's a thing. <laughs> okay. So I did. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. And they took you to hospital or what? Yeah, they took me to hospital. Because I was like, oh, it's only for like dying people that get ambulances, I thought. Do you have ambulance cover? I do, that's fortunately. Um, yeah. So they, because the woman on the phone, they had to keep me in hospital for ages because I was in shock. So she was like, you're going into shock. Like, you have to try to calm down. Like, you have to try to, like, keep yourself conscious and, like, not focus on the pain. I was like, not focus on the pain. (laughs) So, yeah, I don't remember it that well because I went into shock. But I remember not wanting to cry in front of the paramedics because I didn't want to upset them. Like, I didn't want to make them worry. You probably don't have to worry about that. (laughs) Well, yeah, but it wasn't the most sensible of times. It was the blurst of times, Ben. I don't want to put you guys out. Well, I was a bit like oh I don't want them to worry like to get freaked out that I'm really injured but weren't you yeah I was I was really badly injured yeah but I was like I don't want them to like get upset so now you've got like a whole cast thing Thing going going on on. yeah well it was worse before it used to be plaster and I was on crutches so this is a step up so you can like sort of walk short distances (laughs) yeah I've got the moon boot to walk a little distances yeah before I couldn't walk at all as you might have just heard it's like Quite crinkly. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like reaching into the bottom of a 90s chip packet. Yeah, what's going on? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe there's chips in there to but be But you found. claim that it didn't always sound yeah, like this. Yeah, it didn't. And it's given me a little scratch on the leg, so I'm not sure what's the deal. But is it like the Velcro that's making that? I think that? it's the Velcro, but for some reason it got extra crinkly today. It wasn't that crinkly till last night. Or maybe I couldn't move my leg that much last night. I can't believe that's not annoying you, though. You get used to it. <laughs> like it's more annoying that I can't walk. But like so, you, you know. I was quizzing Vicky on this like before the podcast and she seemed not to really have gone like as soon as I you know run into her it's the first thing you notice. Crinkle crinkle crinkle. Right. Yeah. She's like uh crinkling towards you. Yeah, it's it's not as scary as tick tick no, slide. 
But it's a version of Tick Tick Slide. But it's it's her mo now. It is. She's, You'll know I'm coming by the crinkle. It's yeah. like the bell that cats get. Right. <laughs> and so you would think that you would have to at some stage, like when that starts happening. It would be a shock to you. Like, oh, what's that crinkling sound? You well, almost seem to not know what I was talking I'm about. I'm in constant pain and I have like one leg disabled from use. Like there's just a, a line of... Like, you know how Sims can only focus on five actions at once? You feel like you've maxed out. I've maxed action. out. Yeah, <laughs> I can't pay attention to another annoying thing. Fair I've enough. just gotten used to that being annoying. That's the least of the uh, five annoyances. Well, basically, that's what I call them. Yeah. <laughs> the five annoyances. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like characters in a play or something I don't know <laughs> yeah so of the five annoyances that is seemingly not the worst no fair enough before I go damn I wish I was your lover is that what you're getting at it's not no. I was gonna pimp out the after show oh yeah it's been like so long since we've done one of these I can't things. even remember what our after show would be at this point it is uh, you talking about the injury? No, yeah. vaginas. Oh, really? Why? Like you were trying to describe to me a, a vagina. vagina. Why? And I'm, I'm like a little worried that you have never seen one. <laughs> <laughs> Whose was I trying to describe and why? Your own. What? You should really listen to our show once in a while. Why was I explaining this to you? I can't remember. That's disturbing. But you, you, the phrase you used was, you said they're like triangles. Yeah. And I queried whether or not you were referring to like cartoon pubes that's like as you know the best that i can no, think they're like that she's making a triangular yeah an upside down triangle like a map of tasmania but you're talking about like the pubes or the whole like area like that it's like there the Some... slits at the bottom of the triangle okay because you didn't sound like that's what you were saying on oh, the clip. okay and i heard someone else like refer to it as a triangle recently i'm yeah, like see? what the fuck it's like, a thing i don't think the people... old map of tassie yeah what I'm... you think i'm like influencing culture or something well i'm like maybe i don't know what a vagina yeah i don't like. think you do mate it's two people have disagreed with you like, yeah well anyway it's a it's a thing it's good i had like because i split this clip into the first half vicky was talking about vaginas the second half um it was like a friendship clip our friendship no, so no. Okay. And um, so I had like the file labeled originally as vagina and friends. <laughs> I'm like, that's amazing. That sounds like a horrific sitcom. That is so amazing. That's disappointing. <laughs> yeah. Whose friendship am I talking about? I can't remember. I, I, I just researched the uh, first one. I really um, want to know what friend I was talking about. Well, that'll be in episode 91. Because it'll probably be Jared again. I only have one other friend. And there you go. Yeah, Maybe it was him. Probably. And we're barely friends. He doesn't care about me. <laughs> I haven't seen him in weeks. Well, uh, yeah, we recorded this clip so long ago. Your opinions could have completely changed. I don't think so. Okay, I feel like it's well formed on the top on that topic. Good to know. Having lived with one for so long. <laughs> Thanks everyone for listening. This has uh, been episode ninety of Insane Ramblings. You can email me Ben at insaneramblings.net. I'm Vicky at insaneramblings.net. Or podcast at insaneramblings.net will also find us. Be sure to rate and review us on iTunes. Or subscribe so you get every episode automatically downloaded to your iPod. You also get extra content and an opportunity to interact with us on Facebook, facebook.com slash insane rambling. So please go there and like the page. And uh, always see always about
Does that look sexual? Yeah, phallic. I think that's the point. Oh, uh, is it? Okay. So it's supposed to look phallic. Well, remember Deadly Premonition? Didn't like all the walls look like vaginas or something? What? Or maybe there's something else. Definitely, Prey has like vagina walls. That's weird. Yeah. Vagina walls. What does vagina look like? What do you mean? Like, <laughs> it's not some. <laughs> I don't know how to it's ask. It's a philosophical this, question, Ben. It's a rhetorical question. No, I just feel What like does vagina so really look I've like? I've never seen one. <laughs> All these years, I never thought to look. <laughs> well, probably not as up close as you have. It's not like it's unfamiliar territory. Well, no, but I haven't looked deep into its predatory eye. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> like, I've only got one possible angle. Not really. First of all, mirrors are a thing. Ah, uh, yeah. Or I like, don't. Do you, I don't examine it. it, it or as long like as it's, uh, camera phones or whatever. Like, you know, I'm not gonna do that. I'm just saying that there's more than one way. Well, to, to, I haven't. Have, I'm not expecting you to do some kind of somersault to. Okay. That's what I was investigate. thinking. <laughs> I I don't have much to do with it. It's kind of like when was the last time you wondered about your colon? Really? Yeah, that's right. So as long as I can wee, and I do, like, as long as it's doing its job, I don't bother it. It's like a subordinate. I'm the boss of it. Yeah, and until something goes wrong. Yeah, I don't bother regular performance reviews sure. because it's proven itself time and again. But to be able, capable of doing its job on its own. Wouldn't you know what your subordinate looked like? <laughs> not necessarily. It's, like, it's not like you're like, who is this guy working for me <laughs> my entire life? Well, if he was always working on a level below me, maybe I'd only recognise him <laughs> from that angle. However, it's not like that's the only one that you can see ever. I'm not looking at other people's. I, I've seen other penises, though. Have you? How? Like, I'm not saying regularly, but it happens. How? I don't know. Sometimes people are naked. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That explains that then. Well, like you. at the gym, for example. What? Why are people taking their penises out at your gym? No, not at my gym. What kind of crazy like, gym are you going to? At the leisure centre or something. In the More change like rooms. the pleasure centre, it sounds like. Um, in the change rooms, there's like naked what? guys. Oh, you don't look. I'm not staring, See, uh, but I can, <laughs> you turn around and it's like, ugh, I, did get, I didn't get mean to get a face full of that, but was, well, apparently I yeah, did. Yeah, but vaginas are all tucked away. Uh, but you can still get the gist of it, I'm saying. Well, they just look like a triangle. <laughs> That's what they look like judging, from the outside. Are you judging it by cartoon pubes? Is this what we're going on? <laughs> no, we're not going from cartoon pubes. Sounds awful lot like it. <laughs> no, just everybody's looks like a triangle from the outside. It really does sound like you've never seen a vagina. I've seen a vagina in a cartoon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, like they all do just look like triangles until you're at a lover's angle, as I like to call it. <laughs> Well, where's this triangle? Are you talking about? About like that. But that's, on the top. I don't think that's the vagina. That's the pelvic area. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I wouldn't see someone else's vagina in a change room because they'd have to be like waggling it. But like, even I don't know. On the internet, I feel like you Google anything and a vagina pops up. <laughs> You'd be surprised how little vagina <laughs> I've got on the internet. I mean, like, personally, I have just the right amount. It feels like nowadays. It's scaled back a bit. 
the amount of vagina on the internet. Like on Google image search. Oh, maybe I just always had safe search on. But even even with it on, it would sneak through. Oh. And like you're doing a school project, and it's like I don't know, typing in fish, and then it's like <laughs> really Jeez. fish, 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 vagina, fish, fish. Yeah. Cock, fish, fish, <laughs> vagina. That was wow. That was Google images. How did I not have this experience? I don't know. No, I haven't seen one close up. So. If there was to be one on the walls, I wouldn't know what it looks like. Okay. <laughs> Haven't you ever watched some kind of video of someone giving birth or something? No. What about, like... Why would I want to see that? I mean, it's not the kind of thing that you actively seek out, but we went to a museum once in high school, and there was, like, an exhibit about the human body, and that was part of it. Someone probably warned me. What, said, don't go in there, there's a... <laughs> it was a woman giving birth, and I probably took them literally. I just don't struggle to avoid it, obviously, as much know, as you do. Uh, I have to say, I've seen a lot more penis in my life than I have vagina. Penis seems more difficult to avoid, I'm not going to lie. Where do you see that? I don't know. That just seems to pop up regularly in life. Pun not intended. <laughs> like, obviously I'm straight, so that's one way. But, but like, apart from guys that you're, like, you know, actively... Intimate with. Right. I don't know. They just appear. I can't explain it. <laughs> they just appear. They do. I don't know. Penis is just part of life. I feel like all this stuff is... It's a rich tapestry. It's a rich tapestry of genitalia. Right. <laughs> Insane ramblings.